Yo, yo, yo. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Petty Time with Wavy Will. I'm your host, Stephen Williams, a.k.a. Wavy Will, and I have a couple guests with me on the on the set today. So, um, y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves. <laughs> let's let's try let's try that again without like any awkward silences. Okay, so I guess I'll do it. So my name is Dorian R. Sullivan. <clears throat> I am a senior at Jackson University's major in social sciences, minoring in coaching and management. This is my fourth year at JU. I only have one semester left. Uh, glad to be on your show. And, uh, hey, other guests, what was yours? Thanks for being so, here. My name is Ethan Simonowski. I'm a sophomore at JU. I am a formal communications major. And, uh, I got a couple of years left. So, don't worry about me. I'll still be here. Okay. Yeah, I was waiting for y'all to get done. I don't, I don't, y'all use, I'm the final act. I apologize. <laughs> um, so, how y'all doing out there? My name's Andre L. Sullivan. Um, I, I, since everybody giving their JU credentials, goddammit, um, <laughs> I graduated from JU, the class of 2018, uh, sports business uh, major. Got my BA in that. I currently work for uh, iHeartRadio by way of mindset with you to get me in line 30 in Jacksonville, sports leader. Stephen, thanks for having us, man. Hey, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate y'all. Um, so let's do a quick catch up. Like, how have you guys been doing through this whole coronavirus epidemic, pandemic, or whatever y'all want to call it? Uh, before I answer this question, I'm, I mean, I asked you this before we got on air, but how honest are we being, and how candid can we be? You can be as honest or as candid as you want to be. Like, right, cool. there are no restrictions whatsoever. You have right, something right. on your mind or you just you want to say, just say it. Alright, great. Cool, cool. You guys can answer because I have cold ass. <laughs> so, so I think I'm okay. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. Just okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's a little different up here in New York. Uh, we got a we got a couple different regulations that we gotta follow. Right. Um, so like, there's certain days that we can leave the house depending on the the year you were born in. Stuff like that. Yeah, so if you were born in the even year, you get to go out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And if you were born on a high year, you get to go out Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Say you swear. What? I'm saying it's martial law up in New York right now. Man. You may as well have stayed in Florida for all that, bro. Starting the starting tomorrow at 8 p.m. If you don't, if you go out in public and you'll be somewhere where somebody can be near within six feet of you, and you don't have a mask on, you can get fined. Wow. Well, so hopefully that change in just a few because he, you know, your man uh, Dump can uh, do some uh, new rules. So. Wow. You talking about Trump? Oh yeah, yeah, Trump. You talking about number 45? I forgot his name. So how are things with you, Dre? Um, bored as hell. Um, I don't know what the hell they talking about something they fine. Bored as fuck. I'm sick of it, goddammit. <laughs> like, let's, let's stop lying and talking about something we good. 
the capacity of those who were in question beforehand. Right. Um, so, you know, um, I'm going to make it, mm-hmm. maybe. But, you know, um, yeah, that's what it is. Wow. Um, once again, I appreciate you all coming on for this episode of Petty Time with Will. This is going to be the fraternity episode of my podcast. So, um, for those who are listening in or, you know, doing whatever you're doing, um, the guests that I have on my show today, they're all part of a different organization. So, I'm going to give you a chance to go ahead and say which um, organization you belong to, which chapter, when you cross, and all that good stuff. So, the floor is yours. Okay. Ethan, I guess you go next because you know what they say. So, um, when y'all crossed, did y'all have names that they gave you, um, when you crossed? Now, now, before I answer this question, because, you know... I may have phrased it wrong, so, like, you guys would know more because I'm not, I'm not in an organization, and, um, yeah, so I wouldn't know more than you guys, so that's why I'm having you guys on the show today. Which is why I'm getting ready to ask the question, so do you want... Our line name, our ship name, or and, and or their meanings, or do you just want our line name? All of it. Oh, oh, okay. The whole, the whole guy. 
goddamn thing. Yeah. Well, theirs is probably longer than mine, so y'all, y'all got it first. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, my, first of all, my shit name was The Return of Duke Alpha. Um, and so, just for those who don't know, your ship name is the name of your entire line. Uh, the reason why my ship name was The Return of Duke Alpha is because me <laughs> joining the organization and me joining my chapter meant that my chapter now could continue on with their metro status and means that and that metro status means that they're allowed to pull members and students from more than one school so that's why my uh, dean of pledges if you keep hearing us say TP that's what that means uh, that, that's why he chose that name uh, <clears throat> not my line name as I told myself I hate it uh my line name is the staff of Tahuti. So, the staff of Tahuti, for those that know, a lot of what Alpha does is based in ancient Egypt mythology. The Tahuti and or Thoth was the god of medicine and magic. And my DP, in his infinite wisdom, thought it would be cool to name me, <laughs> to give me that name because I couldn't stay healthy while I was on the line. Um, I, to the hospital a lot. Not because he put me in danger. Just want to point that out. Okay. Uh, that you know of. So, but I, I kept getting sick. I'm going to see. I had tonsillitis. Um, I actually got on my after having, you know, problems with my wrist because I had just got an injury the summer beforehand. So, you know, um, he thought it would be really funny and cool to give me that long, unnecessary MS name <laughs> that I have grown to like. One day I might love it, who knows? But yeah, that's my story. Okay. Ethan. So, <clears throat> um, my ship name was a sitcom with uh, periods after every letter. Um, and that, that, that ended up being the acronym for that was uh, Six is the Count of Men. Now, we had my line, I had, uh, there were six of us, I was a tail. And, uh, they also thought that we were a very particularly funny motherfuckers online. <laughs> so they ended up with sitcom and that's that. Now my, my line name, um, you know, I me personally, you know, I, I thought they could have done better. I ain't yes, they could have. I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there. Now, I didn't now, have a hand in that. Yeah, yeah, you know, I figured you did because okay, so in my like you said, you know, infinite wisdom. Um, for me in my head, now I made my my cross of the burning sands on March sixteenth. Now, for many of you pro wrestling fans out there, would understand what three sixteen means and stone cold. That symbolizes right. it's stone cold. Okay, so I'm gonna interrupt you a little bit. No one was naming your ass. That would that would have been a perfect alpha name though. That would have definitely been a perfect alpha name. But I'm white. Here's why it would have been a perfect alpha name. Will there are like three or four hundred alphas out here named Stone Cold? And like he he wanted to walk around at AGP and have his name on the back of his shirt, accidentally be mistaken for somebody else. That's what he wanted. Yikes. See, but okay, now, now, now my side of it was how cool would it have been for the white dude to be named Stone Cold after crossing on 316? 316. I understand that. I can understand so they, that. You know, like, you know, they, they saw it a different way. 
Uh, so my line name is uh, Saucy, spelled S-A-U-I-C-Y, because they like the way that Saucy. I say it. Saucy. Saucy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Illiterate, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That, and now that, that's why I stand by my statement that they probably could have done a little bit better. But right. it is what it is. Okay. And uh, Dorian, what about you? All right. So oh y'all, everybody, y'all gonna so. hate. Y'all better uh, go ahead and get it out now. Y'all better love. Okay, I ain't have a hand in this, obviously. Uh, those who are Greek knows how this goes. You never have a hand in this. Um, my ship name is COVID with a K-20. So, um, it does have a meaning. It does not, you know, stand for the virus itself. Yeah, you sick as hell. Even though while I was online, I did endure some sicknesses myself. However, these things do make a make sense once you start to understand. So COVID st- stands for Kappa of Victory and Destruction. Um, I thought it was unique, but of course everybody was all already just waiting to see who's gonna make a line of ship name off of this COVID virus. Well, here it goes on that one. Um, my line name of the three that I have, the the first one that you will uh, probably know me as is Lethal Injection. So the story behind that one is, if anyone knows me, they know why I got out of the military. Um, I got out due to some complications with my feet. I got what's called plantar fasciitis, and so when I was uh, on my journey to understanding what I had to do to be who I am, I ended up having some some feet problems and uh, I had to go to the hospital and all that good stuff. Got some injections in my feet. So, here we are. Lethal injection. Um, I, do have an- <laughs> I do have another name. That other name of those other two names. I do like the old school only because I do have a whole vibe to myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other one, I'm not even going to mention it. I but, mean, you brought it up, so you may as well mention it. I mean, uh, you did kind of break it up, bro. I ain't gonna you did say it. you have three uh, names, uh, and you only mentioned the two of them. Okay, well, the other one even has a meaning to it. Um, <laughs> that name is Tiptoe. All right, so... <laughs> It's tiptoed because as I was uh, trying, as I had my injections, you know, they uh, they had me walking like a little penguin some days. And, you know, even at school, well, before school got out, um, there was a time when I had to walk to certain places. I couldn't even drive. And when I get out of the car, it literally looks like I'm walking on my tiptoes. Um, t- tiptoe does have a meaning. So the meaning of tiptoe is trained in perfection to oversee everyone. So basically because of the fact that, you know, I was a rock on the line, on my line. And, um, you know, being a rock, you kind of got to guide people, uh, help people understand, like, you know, you can push through whatever circumstances that you got going on. So that's that. Okay, before we push on, like, um, like I, I heard Ethan, you mentioned like you was 
you was the sick or the tail as hell or and all this other stuff. Andre, you were the ace. Were you the ace as well, Dorian? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, this is this is something that I don't I don't want to make it too political, but people have to understand those who are not Greek. Um, you know, there's stuff that you that you need to know, and that is what's what's basic information. You know, mm-hmm. you, you history basically um and i'm saying this to say there's there are some things that that you go through when you are trying to you know get your letters you have to go take your test you have to understand the basic knowledge and everything like you got to meet certain people um and it comes a point to where you 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 just have to understand that there are certain things that you just have to do um you have to shake certain hands you have to meet certain people um me i unfortunately um, had the privilege of meeting some people while some of my other counterparts couldn't due to this virus. So the virus kind of, it kind of took us away from a lot of people. We couldn't, we couldn't shake hands. We couldn't like see people eye to eye, face to face. So, you know, I am the ace of my line. And because of that, you know, me being the only one in Jacksonville, Florida, that was able to kind of see all of these people. That's just what it was. Um, So for lack of a better phrase, like, you're the ace by default? Yeah, you can say that. Okay. I don't don't want to be, like, like ignorant or say anything out of place or, like, disrespect anybody, but, like, for lack of... It's okay. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. I'll do that.
for me, it was different, you know what I'm saying, having these guys that I got to go through what I went through to get with them right. and, you know, be where we at nowadays. It's, it's important to me. You know, so who, those are my guys. Who chooses the order? Like, yeah. who chooses the A's and so on and so forth? Traditionally, it's, it's, for us, it was hype. So I'll say traditionally it's hype, but, you know, in certain circumstances, you're able to do what's called a reverse line. And instead of it being from, you know, tallest to shortest, it'll be shortest to tallest. The tallest would then be the ace in a reverse line. Um, but do, there are other processes. Like, I do know in Cap Alpha Side, there are some lines that do not have heights. They have order of, like, GPA. Sometimes they have order of last names, which is weird. But so it depends on really, like, who Honestly, you're... what it depends on is whoever is your dean of pledges. Just give some, give some foresight into it. I just say your dean of pledges is the guy who, guy or female, if you're in a sorority, who teaches you and is in charge of you while you're online or going through your process. So there's, there's some lines where the number two or deuce is much shorter than the number one or ace just because their dean of pleasures chose to make that switch and so at the end of the day that's whose choice it is okay so um we're gonna move right along i appreciate that because that's some stuff that i didn't know myself i'm that i'm sure a lot of people didn't understand or know so um why did you each choose the fraternity that you're in Typical alpha. Uh, we gonna start there. Um, you know, a, a, a lot of typical. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 I'm 
wasn't much Greek life experience within my family, period. So when I got down to school, uh, specifically Jacksonville University, um, it seems, you know, a lot of the, the, um, the IFC fraternities are the ones that are kind of running the show. Uh, when you get down there at JU, um, which is, yeah, right, which is Black Kappa Alpha and Sigma Chi and Sigma Nu. Uh, you know, they kind of, and what would typically would be the IFC fraternities and how they run, a lot of people would expect a guy like me to get down there and join one of those fraternities. However, you know, how I was raised and how I took a different path in my life to get where I am, those fraternities didn't fit. Um, when I got down there, I was approached by one of my now brothers. Um, and he kind of opened my eyes to a lot. He kind of saw something different in me and the way I moved and the way I carried myself. Which allowed, which really opened up a great door for me. Which that door is Alpha Phi Alpha, and um, it really just, it, it just once the ball got rolling for me, man, it was like realizing that it was one of the greatest decisions I could have ever made for myself. Um, you know, the, you look at you look at it for me on the outside, and the guys that I saw on campus, and the guys that you know I see on the, on the news and on the Instagram and everything in between that. Understanding, like, wow, you know, this, this is for me. Like, this is what I want. This is for, this is how I want to run my life. So, really, for me, man, just seeing these dudes around and seeing, you know, what they're doing is like, you know, damn, like, I want to do that. You know, what I'm saying, like, that's, I want to do the things that they're doing. I want to do the service that they're doing. I want to, you know, just every everything, man, all, all aspects considered. It just it allowed, and it also allowed me really to express myself and who I like, who I am. You know, how I grew up, and when you have the opportunity to do that, and the, the guys within that can understand you and see who you are, it, it, was, it was a blessed opportunity, man. The stars really aligned for me when it came down to joining Alpha Phi Alpha. So, like, um, I know earlier, Dre, I believe you said something about like a Greek lettered organization, but like, for those who do not know, you guys are all a part of a Divine Nine organization, correct? Correct. So, um, just to give a little background real quick, there are actually four Greek councils that exist in America. Uh, there are four when you know go overseas and whatnot, obviously, because that's where we get it from. But there's four here. Uh, so, Ethan kind of brought up one, uh, IOC, which stands for Interfraternity Council. Those are more your historically Caucasian uh, white fraternities that have kind of been around since college itself. Uh, then you have the Panhellenic Council, which is historically more of your Caucasian white sororities. And then you have what's called the Multicultural Greek Council. Uh, what they are is a group of sororities and fraternities of different ethnic backgrounds. So, you know, you may have an uh, organization for Asians, Latinas, uh, Hispanics, and uh, so whatever ethnic background you can think of, there's most likely a fraternity and or sorority for it. And then you have us, what all three of us are in, uh, that being the National Panhellenic Council. And that's historically your African-American and black fraternities and sororities. And those are nine organizations that just form to have a council. Gotcha. Um, what are some of the godly works that you guys have been doing in your fraternity? Cap outside, um, we actually pride ourselves on achievement. Obviously, you'll, you'll see our model achievement in every field of human endeavor. Um, so.
So one of the biggest things that I like to point out that Cap Outside does is they have a very a very proud youth program. It's called Cap League. So in Cap League, this is a kind of like the junior organization to Cap Outside for young men um, in high schools or schools in general. They um kind of kind of come together in a small programs kind of like how your omegas have the lamp lighters um and yeah it's it's the the reason that i think this is one of the biggest of the godly works because you you start seeing uh, these kids are coming straight out of high school getting grants and scholarships from us and they are coming into college definitely succeeding if, if they do not join cap outside they do do something with great works. They join another organization. They are student body presidents, things of that nature. And they they, they did all this accomplishment in by way of Capital League. They learned their their tricks and trades of how to be a businessman and learn how to operate in the world through these uh, organizations. That's that's just one of the biggest ones that I would like to point out. But there are other things, you know, we do we give back to the community. We we have, you know, fundraisers that go to hospitals and things of that nature uh all all of those social works in the name of cap out so uh right uh to speak to us you know in the alphas uh we're built around uh, a few of our national programs um you know one of my favorites is go to high school go to college you know we established that i believe it was 1922 drake something like that close to there um which is, you know, I'm not really gonna say whether you're right or wrong on it, so you won't get incriminated. Not gonna get to a million. Yeah, it's 1922. I know I'm right. Uh, it, you know, we're like, which uh, centers around um, completing, you know, secondary education. Um, you know, as a road to help these, you know, younger kids out who maybe really haven't had a, a direct path in life where they can find themselves on or. You know anything like that so any work that we get to do with uh with in the go to high school go to college program is uh you know it's a good thing for me like like i said earlier i am a first generation college student so you know doing work like that allows me to help kids who are kind of like me who you know seem as if like they gotta they gotta get to school so they can you know take care of everybody that's around them okay just to kind of expound on what Ethan said uh you know, Alpha does have uh, various amounts of programs that reach out into the community and such. But I think two programs that we do that kind of, if, I think, in my personal opinion, impacts the community the most. Uh, one, uh, I, I know Ethan mentioned go to high school, go to college, but another one is our partnership with March for Dimes. Uh, if everywhere, every city you go, there's a March for Dimes, either run, race, parade or what have you, but Alpha Phi Alpha over the, through the years have donated billions, not millions, billions of dollars to that foundation, and that foundation has saved the lives of so many children that probably didn't get to see it tomorrow had that program not exist. Another one is um, our voter our voter registration program called the Bogus People is a Hopeless People. Obviously, with the climate of the, the political climate that we live in today, you know, you can obviously see if you don't vote or put the right person in office, obviously there's a certain outcome to that. So, and our gear to, to it is not to necessarily tell people how to vote. It's to just 
let them know that they have an opportunity to do so and that it's their uh, God-given right as an American and as a citizen to vote. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, for each of you, I want you to answer this. Um, what does brotherhood mean to you? yourself have any blood brothers? No, I'm the only child, man. So I, I grew up, I grew up uh, with just me and my mom. So like so, having you know, your line brothers with you, that's like an experience you never got to experience growing up. Right, right. You know, it's these dudes that I'll forever share my life with and the experiences that I got in my life with them will, you know, I'll forever cherish. So stuff like that, man, the brotherhood like that, forming a brotherhood for you, man, is unspeakable, really. It's, it's it's hard to it's hard to put in the words. Yeah. So, um, brotherhood is it's not even you don't even have to use Greek for brotherhood. Right. Brotherhood essentially is more than just a bond. Um, to be in a brotherhood is a it's 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 a promise. To, you know, somebody who you endure all kinds of struggles and, you know, situations with. Um, a, a real and true brotherhood is one you can't break. Um, to me, I can say, like, you know, my uncle, Mr. Andre L. Sullivan, though he is my uncle, I would consider this man my brother. Um, through sickness and distress, uh, any given situation, he is there even vice versa, um, even for Ethan, you know, regardless of what's going on, these are your brothers, um, it's a bond that you just, you, you can't even, like, you can't, you don't mend it, it kind of does its own thing, and, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what it is to me, it's, it's just, it's a bigger promise than just, you know, being on a team, you know what I'm saying, or, or, being in a, a group project that has to be done and this is something that you can't you can't you couldn't break it if you wanted to you know so yeah uh, for me um, I think one of the first questions I ask people who want to become Greek and not even if they're trying to join my uh, particular fraternity but if they're just trying to be Greek I have to ask them what's the difference between family and friends and the, the 
to these organizations, there literally may be someone next to you, in front of you, behind you, whatever, who you would have never stood next to behind you, in front of you, in any other type of situation. And you didn't choose that, but at the end of the day, now that you guys have, especially once you get initiated, but more so when you're going through your process, you know, you telling them, no, you're not going to be for them, kind of goes out of the window for you, because at that moment, you know, whether whatever background they come from or whatever they've done beforehand matters not because you're you you become responsive responsible for this human being and so that's what brotherhood and particularly with NPAC you know that's what that means you know now we'll joke and whatnot especially between you know lesser fraternities other than alpha but but at the end of the day you know we're a joke but you know that's just what it is it's a joke you know you know and and in in your particular fraternity i know i can go to a city and a population of two and i know i'll have a brother there and so i i've never gone anywhere where i haven't been an alpha Dory just got into his organization and he's literally met probably 30 to 40 men within the last few weeks that he just announced that he was a member. And so that's just what it is. You know, it, it is a brotherhood. You know, I can give you tens and 20 definitions of what what it is, but it's one of those things where I, I can't say what it is, it's what I can show you. Right. And so that's what Absolutely. it That's how it is for us. Okay. Um, what would you say are some of the, the more common misconceptions about Greek life? Oh, let me get it. Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. So, first of all... Just to switch it up a little bit. So, first of all, understand this. Everybody, of course, you know, on your podcast, again, thank you for having us. For those who are listening, thank you for listening. Everyone in your podcast today attend a predominantly white institution. I need people to understand first and foremost that not every MPHC Greek attended a HBCU, and that's right. not a knock on HBCUs. Right. You know, I love I love the Bethune Cookies, I love the families, I love the Food Court Memorials, the Spellers, the Morehouse, all of that. That's cool, but I didn't choose to go to HBCU. But if, if I wanted to, I could have. Right. But the point that I'm making is. Me being an alpha, Dorian being a kappa, Ethan being an alpha does not automatically uh, equate to you going to HBCU. To me going to, to, for me knowing how to grill, or (laughs) me knowing how to do the lady dance moves, or whatever. You know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm not knocking it at all, but you know the NPAC in particular comes from more than just HBCUs. Our two organizations, you know, Dorian and Ethan and I, wasn't, weren't even created at an HBCU. And so, yeah. so I think people get a misconception that when you become a member of any of the Divine Nine, they're automatically, oh, I went to HBCU. Right. Okay. And so, and I want to keep having to reaffirm that we're not knocking those institutions at all. Correct. But, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm proud of where my degree came from. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> I, lo- 
birthday, you happy birthday, Jay, you by the way. But you know, like it's 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 something that I have to always uh let people know. No. I, I did not. I'm sorry. I'm 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 not sorry. But I, you know, <laughs> your your love for your HBCU does not equate to how much of a black quote unquote freak that I am. Uh, Ethan, Dorian, you got any misconceptions uh, that mean, you ran into? For me, man, like, I feel like, okay, so, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are misinformed about Greek life as a whole. And that's why I wanted to have this podcast, because people are misinformed about right. Greek life. And I mean, you know, I've had dudes come up to me and be like, nah, I ain't trying to join that cult shit. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, <my> <laughs> Like, I, like, and, you know, that puts me in a situation like, what? Like, what are you, what are you talking about right now? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just, it's like, people need to understand that, and especially how, like, I'm going to be honest with you, we, we could not be any more different than an IFC organization. Hmm. Like, I'm, I mean, like, I'm talking like East Coast, West Coast, Vicky and Pac fight vibes type of thing. Like, it's just so different, and, you know, it, it, especially, like, Drake kind of spoke on some of the stuff about being at a PWI, man, and it's hard to pull numbers from a PWI, man, ain't no doubt, man, it's a different experience, you know, we're not at the Storm Cookman, you know what I'm saying, where people are educated already going into it, man, like, if people would just educate themselves more about who we are and what we are, it would allow for a better understanding amongst the campus, you know what I'm saying, like, I just, I feel as if coming from a PWI, it's a little bit easier for me to help make connections to some people, um, you know, who might be trying to look for stuff because it shows it can educate them on what we're doing and who we are. And, you know, it just, the biggest one for me is I've had so many people, man, from back home, so many people walk up to me. You know, I ain't been home in a minute, so the first thing I come home on winter break, or excuse me, on summer break, right after I cross, right after I cross, I come home on uh, uh, summer break. And, you know, a couple buddies walk up to me, and they go, how are you in a black frat? Ain't it all just black dudes? <laughs> 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 yeah. And I'm just like, man... You don't get the hell out of my face. <laughs> you know oh man! And you know it's that's it, it's tough for me, man, because it shows the ignorance that goes into that. Right. And you know, for people that are misinformed, man, it just leads to them looking stupid in front of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, get that dumb shit out of my face. Right. No, obviously not. It's only it's not only black people because there's a reason why I'm in this too. Exactly. You know. <laughs> so you know, for me, man, the. The, the misconceptions of us come from the misunderstandings of us. And the the ignorance of people. It's not It's not that right. they're like, they're not like, it seems like they're stereotypical because at some points they are, but it's just because of a lack of knowledge that like, why right. would you even like, have a thought in your head to say like, why are you in an all black fraternity? Like, right. And then, you know, there's some dudes that, it's not even, you know, that you you can tell the difference between a person that's like trying to understand what we do and who we are, right. and somebody just trying to be a dickhead. Right. So I'm being honest, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, that, that that's it for me. Uh, for me, I think one of the biggest, I guess you can call it a misconception is, um, and I, I I've seen a lot of them, but this is one that I want to touch on, just because it's it's interesting to see people say this. You know how they'll say. 
um, my two alpha comrades, they'll say, you guys are paying for your friends, wow. and uh, you're, uh, you guys are uh, only known because you joined an organization that's just historically whatever. Like, other than that, you wouldn't be who you are, this and that. So first off, these letters don't define social media feeds. I just saw one today. Uh, dude basically said, no one cares that you joined the org that that anybody could do. Like, it's not hard to go and say you want to join and then pay for it and go take a test. I'm like, um, and you're the reason why a lot of, you know, D9 is so messed up, you know? Um, it's people like that that, that ruin the image of what, what it all stands for. I hate I hate it because I don't have to be I don't have to be in a Greek organization to be the president of the United States. I don't have to be in a D9 org to tell someone of the good works that I've done. You know, like essentially, and I say this, and I need people to understand, I'm not insulting my own organization, but it well, Cavill, it's the Brotherhood, like you mentioned already. Um, Omicron Delta, the chapter in which I have came through under Cap Alpha Psi, these guys who I've met and, and I've spoke to have shown me things that I probably wouldn't have understood unless I, you know, go asking a billion questions of trying to understand who and what does what. Like, no, like, without, without understanding what you're doing first brings that lack of, you know, or that lack of uh, information and knowledge like Ethan was saying. Um, but but for people to say that, you know, oh, you're only doing this because, you know, you 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 did this or you don't do this or you don't have this or you, you're not popular, blah, 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 this or that. Like, no, like, this is not a popularity contest. <laughs> right? This is not. This is, this is legitimate business. And I think a lot of people don't see that. This is, this is more than being able to stroll or being able to uh, say a chant or two or like go to the club and everybody sees you wearing the same thing and they think you're cute. Nah, it's, it's way more than that. And I, it bothers me. Like it really bothers me because you don't need, you don't need to be a, a alpha, a kappa, omega. You don't need to be none of that to, to, to be who you are. You know what I'm saying? So Okay, so while we're on this topic, oh, go ahead. Just to spotlight, it's one more that I feel like none of us brought out, um, and that's just uh, the biggest misconception is that all we do is party. Mm. Uh, right. um, okay. It, that would bother me because one, um, if you knew what I've been through to get what I where I'm at now, you'll party too, goddamn. You will party too. You would right. say right. too. Right. right. <laughs> but, um, but uh, just, just know that we do work. It may not be the work that you're doing, right. but I promise you, we do work. Um, and so, you know, we talked about our national programs earlier, you know, and I don't think that, you know, the out, of course, you know, we're sitting in the room, so you don't know exactly what we're discussing, right. but the outsider does not know the intricacies of parliamentary procedure that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, 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 the person who, you know, doesn't want to join or doesn't, you know, have the intelligence 
about what we do, doesn't know, you know, the paperwork that I have to sign. Boy, <laughs> I just got in and I got a bunch of that. And, 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 and the meetings that I have to sit through, the training that I have to go through, um, the fact that there's movies out there that that's already made defamatory things against my organization, so now I have to go defend that. And so, you know, we're more than just a party, and Dorian's uh, stepped on a little bit and said, you know, we're more than just strollers. You know, and and like I said earlier, if you knew 25% of what I had to go through to get here, you party too, goddammit. Okay, um, I appreciate you, Andre, Dorian, Ethan, for coming on the show. Once again, uh, this podcast we're doing is the Fraternity uh, Podcast, and um, we're getting into some pretty interesting stuff that some people need to know because what you know or what you think you know about Greek life is not what's actually what it is about when it actually comes down to it. So, um... (laughs) Uh, what would you say are some of the worst reasons why people join fraternities? I can uh, answer this one. <laughs> so, go ahead, Dorian. So, <laughs> and my organization is famous for it. Um, not to say no one else's is, but a lot of a lot of motherfuckers join because they want the females. Um, mm. I'm sorry. This is the it may be a, 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 a grant from joining, but it is a terrible reason to be doing it. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting some people who I can tell that they did not do it for the brotherhood or the connections with the bond. They did it for the vagina. Um, wow. <laughs> it, it's, it's terrible um, because you start getting people to come in and they'll, well, they're not doing this because they want to be close to you or they not doing this because they want to understand you know what it is to be a, a man or whatever like nah I did this for the pussy literally um, that's one that I know for sure uh, I, I know another good one uh, the clout Everyone, it, a lot of people have done it for yeah. the clout and you um, know sometimes with that man clout like clout you can join and you can get clout anyway you know what I'm saying like more than likely yeah. it's gonna happen period you know what I'm saying? But you find dudes that are just doing it purely for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cloud gonna come. It's gonna come. It's that, I mean, I'll be honest, like, I'm known largely as the, the white alpha in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask for that. Right. <laughs> I didn't ask for that. But that's what it is. <laughs> uh, just to even go even further, if anybody ever had the misfortune of watching the movie called Burning Sands, um, there's, there's, there's a line in the movie that Derek Ace of the line gives and he said I, I didn't join for what I could get after college I joined for what I can get now now <laughs> um, and please understand that you know I said it for partying there's a lot of stuff that I went through so I earned every bit of my perks don't, don't get it twisted but <laughs> and there are perks that come along with joining every organization um, those stereotypes Stereotypes, I'm sorry, came from somewhere. Don't get it twisted. Some of it is rooted in truth. But with all of that said, um, yeah, there there are things that people get in, and it's not for the brotherhood. Um, obviously, like I just mentioned, the perks that you get when you join any of the nine organizations. 
organization, you instantly get access to billionaires. Just, just, uh, just offer up. Once you shake your hand and they teach you whatever, you know, you get taught, you're instantly put into a pool with billionaires. I, I can remember after I crossed, uh, going to one of our regional conventions, and to the left of me was the chief of surgery for an Atlanta hospital. To the right of me was the regional director for photography for the NFL. It's, you know, you get those perks when you get in. That's what some people get in for, you know, so, so they can get that help getting a job, you know, so they can have that extra dollar when they need to go to the club, or, you know, and, and, and for real, some people get in to get friends, you know, yeah. there, there, there are people before Greek, they got their letters, they were the person who went to class and went to their room, that's just what it is, and well, well seeing that you spoke on letters, like, I'm not in any type of organization, I'm not affiliated, uh, so I don't want y'all to think that because I'm having them on, I'm affiliated to them, or I'm trying to work my way into an organization because of that. No, that's not that's that's not how that works. That's that's not what I'm about. Um, however, like I do know that there are people out there who go out there for the colors or who do go out there for the letters. And I don't, I don't, I don't. I feel like me personally, like because I was military and that's the only organization I've been a part of. Really, like I feel like that's the same as an NCO who never been deployed who tries to talk down to these soldiers who have deployed. Yeah. yeah I mean, and it happens. You know, you have people who once you get their letters, they completely change. Right. And, you know, it can go from them being a quiet person to not even the loudest person in the room. It can go from them being a heterosexual person to now they're a homosexual person. It can go from being know they were the nerds and now they're the cool guy and, and, and you you don't know because I, and like I said everybody the letters reveal the true you mm-hmm. so I mean is there are there things that people get in our organization for besides the actual true me absolutely right okay um that's like that's, that's like to your caveat sorry to cut you off oh no go ahead I know me like I've I've been the same person forever and um you know i go back to saying like these letters don't define who i am but uh, i was somebody way before even college um i think will you can even attest to this too Mm -hmm. coming from the military background i've seen things and done things already in the world Mm -hmm. and this this is just an addition to you know um green life while it has shown me some other other like understandings of, of like you know life what it what it had not and probably won't ever give me is understanding who I really really am like that's for me to discover and so when I do find who I am not only should that cultivate me but that should also enhance my understanding and you know why I have done what I've done such as join this organization or to help me understand like you know what my purpose is so to speak right i like that you brought that up because like um even going back to the misconceptions of fraternities and greek life like i believe that there are people out there who try to change themselves to fit into a certain specific type of organization 
to like change who they are rather than um, going for an organization that that is who they already are. Like, um, I feel like there's some people who like, oh well, they're they've either been a recluse or they've been uh, like just in their rooms and they want to do something different. Or there's people like who say, oh, I heard about all all the stuff that the Kappas do or the Omegas or all these other organizations. Like, I'm a switch how or who I am completely change who I am and become that because I want to join that specific organization mm-hmm. and right. I feel like that's not a real reason to join an organization like I feel right. the best way to go about it like this is just my opinion and I don't care who it disagrees like that's why we have this this platform so we can talk about it like me personally I think you should go for an organization who fits who you already are and like helps you become a better man than you already actually are yourself Right. I tell I tell every interested gentleman, you know, in, in the Greek life to do your homework. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if you don't do your homework and you don't understand what fits you best, then you just picking the pick, man. That ain't it. You know what I'm saying? You, you need to find something that aligns with you and what you believe in, and you know, so many different things. You know what I'm saying? If you just out there choosing the two, man, you're wrong. Period. You're wrong. I like that segue. So like that gets that goes into the next question I had. Like. What advice would you give someone who has expressed interest in joining a fraternity? Oh, let me answer this one because I like to bother people during this time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me let me first uh, say this sentence, and I don't mean it in any derogatory manner to anybody that's interested in any of the divine organizations. But I, I feel like people get misconstrued when they come to a awareness seminar, a rush, or an interest meeting. There is nothing that you have that you can bring new to any of these organizations. Mm. Yeah, um, if, you think, if you think you are really, really great at communication and you can talk your way out of a ticket, guess what? We got somebody who has, already has the gift to gab. Uh, if you think that you have money and you can really help the chapter that you're trying to join raise fundraise guess what i promise you we got a brother who can already finance us um if you think you have you know whatever xyz one two three abc we got it already (laughs) we got it already what we don't have is the next unique individual so if you're interested in joining any of these organizations the first thing you have to do is one humble yourself Some people categorize that as hazing, or like, because I know they say, I know they say that, I know they say like there's a zero, 
I know they say there's a zero tolerance for like hazing, but like, yeah, let's all just be real. All of our organizations are not hazing organizations. Let me first say that. Okay. But there are things these you guys don't haze. <laughs> yeah, these hands do not haze. Absolutely. Uh, but there are things you have to do to get in. You're gonna have, um, especially if you're in college. If you're in college uh, yeah. and you're trying to join an MPHC organization, guess what? You just picked up another sixth credit class. Okay, so seeing that you just said that, are there ways to get into a Greek organization without going through college? Uh, so yeah, there's after you graduate, uh, they have what's called alumni chapters. It don't stop. These these things you do, you even do some of the same things that you would have to do. Even in undergrad, you do the same thing in alumni. You still gotta go take these tests. You still have to go meet these people. You still have to write these letters of recommendation, get approvals. You still gotta do all of that legwork. Mm-hmm. Same thing you do in undergraduate. But the difference is, you in class, and you still got to go do all this stuff too. That's why when you say you got, you just picked up another nine credit class. There you go. I mean, it's, it's work that got to be done on top of that too. So you got to pay. Well, you got to do what was some of the best advice that you received um, before going on your journey to brotherhood? Or even while you were in uh, your organization and you, you crossed the sands, like, what was some of the best advice that you still have in the back of your head that you still hold true to today? So for me, the best advice I actually got from somebody who is in this little conversation now, Mr. Andre L. Sullivan. Um, Hi, Dad. Damn, I thought it was me. Two, two, 2017, when I first got to JU, I'm going to even share a little bit of my story, too. And this will even, uh, even give segue as to like why I am where I am now. Mm-hmm. When I first got to JU, um, I, I, maybe like the second week, my uncle told me, hey, they finna have an oil fair. Come, come look it out. Come check it out. It's going to be some grease there. I mean, they might be interested in you. I ain't finna sit here and act like, you know, I want you to join. It'd be great for you to come and join mine, but go check everybody else out. But just remember, like, you know, they don't try to, if they don't try to come and get you, I mean, that's just what it is, but just express your interest. After he said that, you know, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of impressed, one, by my uncle, because my uncle was like, I ain't saying you need to come join my org. Like, I'm going to be here. I'm already here. Right. When he said that, I was like, that's real. Like, that's some real stuff. Why is that advice for me? Because I'll be honest with you, his table was not, Alpha Phi Alpha's table was not the first table I, I went to. That The first table I went to was Kappa Alpha Psi. Um, why? Because, you know, not to be different from my uncle, but that's just what interests me at the time. Um, and on top of that, the only reason why it made me angry was because at the time, my specific chapter had some things going on that I did not know was going on. And, um, you know, they kind of overlooked me and basically said, yeah, we don't want you. So by virtue, I'm like, well, they don't want me. I can't do nothing with them. I can't, I can't, they not accepting me for who I am. And it's like, dang, I didn't know that it was like that. So at that rate, I'm like, nah, I guess that ain't for me. So that's how that went. Um, but that's, that's even to say like, you know, the best advice is do your homework. Mm -hmm. Um. Um, and not even just on the organizations. You need to you need to go shake some hands. You need to meet some people. You need to understand who's who. 
Um, because there's some people out there that'll that'll lead you into the woods and they know the way out and you don't and now you left for dead. So like me myself, like I haven't gone fully into like throwing myself into like going on a journey. Um, but some of the best advice that I've received came from both you and Andre when we were all roommates together. And it was it was just like do your homework. Like you can you can look up everything you want to look up and you won't find nothing about what it is to be an alpha, what it is to be a kappa, what it is to be this, that and the other organization. But you gotta do your own research and search yourself in order to see if this is something that you one actually want to do or two can see yourself being able to grow from and being a better person than you are today so like i feel like that's like regardless of whether it has anything to do with greek life like i feel like that's some of the best advice i've gotten period so yeah that's me uh, for me i say the best advice that i got was actually from uh, my youth minister. Uh, I had let him know what I was doing. Uh, I told, I, I'd be very, very candid. I told him when I was online. Um, <laughs> but the best advice he gave me, and as lame as it was at the time, like it, 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 it helped me. Like so, what it was, we were literally in church one day, and we had broke out into like a little small session or whatever. He said, all right, you all right? You good? You hungry? I was like, I'm all the above. I'm online, obviously. Uh, but he said, all right, remember Lion King. Remember who you are. And I was like, what? First of all, why are you making that voice? That's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, but secondly, I was like, all right, cool, cool. And I, it didn't really hit me until it was really time for me to like really do everything that I need to be done. Because so many, like we said earlier, so many people change in the midst of their process, and then especially once you know you're allowed to wear a nail you. Yeah. Um, so they, you know, you gotta remember that you're gonna be taken through so much, uh, mentally, mentally, physically, you know, emotionally. You know, you're gonna go through everything. There is no way to properly skip any of those. Right. You know, you can't you can't skip over one emotion to get to the next. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be times where, and Dorian and Ethan can attest to this, you're gonna hate life. You're gonna hate the fact you're gonna hate the fact that the sun comes up in the morning and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's really you're gonna feel like the sun came up a little bit too early for you. Um, you're gonna hate the fact that the the moon came up and why is the moon <laughs> up at this time, time of day? Right. Yeah, uh, you'll be looking at the like, what the hell is that? You're also I know it's not seven o'clock. And it doesn't make sense to some people who are not. But you're gonna hate grass. You're just gonna hate grass. I can't explain why, but you're going to hate grass. And so him telling me just remember who you are. Like, and as small as that was, it, it I knew I was Andre before I became an alpha. But, you know, not not to say that that was the root of why I'm still Andre, but it's one of the things that helped me remember, like, you're going to be Andre after you're alpha. You're going to be Andre with or without Danelia. If alpha one day got bold and was like, hey, we're going to kick you out, you're still going to be Andre. And so that's just, that's just what it is. Just 
the biggest advice I can tell anybody, just remember who you are. Shout out to James O. Jones. Hey. So, for me... He is an alpha um, too, right? Yeah, see, uh, uh, Kenneth Emanuel, uh, crossed that, uh, Virginia State, I'm sorry, Valdosta State, uh, year 75. No, no, I was, I was talking about James O. Jones. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Take him. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll so, uh, for me, uh, I, you know, okay, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest, y'all. I'm a very, very hard-headed person. You <laughs> don't say. I, I ain't easy to work with sometimes. I know that. Um, but the the biggest thing, man, is when I was approached, you know, by somebody. Told me, shoot, MJ, we had a. It was. He had to take a shot. Oh, to understand that he's not the only person with an opinion. You know what I'm saying? Somebody somebody else might have something to offer, man, that that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You're not the only person that knows something, man. Right. So. You know, being able to being able to look at, you know within yourself and realize, hey man, he's right. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not the only person here, man. Like, I got I got dudes with me that that might be more might be more talented in this subject than, than I am. So being able to understand that your opinion is not always the right opinion is so important to understand that there's people on the side of you who might know something a little bit more than you. Okay. So being being able to understand and work with those people to make the best out of both of y'all is important. Okay. As we all know, like, this whole COVID-19 has, like, thrown a bunch of, like, put a bunch of stops or plans that we all had, like, put a, a stop to it. Like, me, personally, I was I was looking forward to graduating. And then, like, after this COVID-19 thing started, like, I kind of gave up on some of my classes. But, like, um, what would you say... Um, are some things that like the pandemic either strengthened or hindered some of the work within your organization? Would you say that that's a true thing or like has it stopped or like how are you guys approaching that within your own organization? I'll say that and, I, and, I'm, and I'm mostly speaking for Alpha but I can kind of speak for the rest of the organizations. The work never stops. Okay. Um, we might take a different medium as to how we do things mm-hmm. but you know what we what we're doing, how we do it, does doesn't change. Um, just, it's just like climbing a tree. Just because you can't get up on one branch, you can take another branch. Um, so yeah, our meetings, you know, a lot of things, you know, we're using Zoom, uh, virtual meeting rooms, and stuff like that. Um, our region, Alpha Regionals got canceled. That sucks. Not gonna lie. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's crap. But um, I was going to New Orleans. Anyways, um. Yeah, man. You know, the work don't the, stop. The work don't stop. You yeah. know, we still got things to be done. Um, our EPHC organizations, I can literally say, in every all nine of them, there's somebody that is not only affecting culture, mm-hmm. but affecting the way we do things in America. So, going about business doesn't change. I can say for Cap Alpha Psi, we, uh, I literally, before I even came to this uh, this here interview, I was literally just in a meeting, uh, and 
you know, they had to adapt as well, like like their uh things have been canceled out our past two. We had a conclave coming up and I was just about to go. Um, that sucks because that was supposed to be one of those things that was a new initiate that I was supposed to experience. Uh, me and the other guys within the org. Um, the only reason that it sucks is because, you know, as a new member in this organization, it's it's tough to kind of understand the ropes and what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. Uh, of course, you get that guidance from, you know, your superiors. Um, you know, the bigger aspect of what it is that the organization is supposed to be doing, um, collectively as a whole, I should say. Um, the virus is kind of, it shows you you know who in your organization actually is doing work it, it also shows you like what you what you can and cannot overcome as a chapter or you know whatever um i know for me i i've gained a lot of trust with people because i for one can say i don't mess with a lot of people and a lot of people don't mess with me and this virus kind of kind of points to who who is for you and who's not um so that's one thing um other than that i think the virus this virus means nothing for, for, for i know for cap outside definitely i don't think it means anything about my health so the only thing it is it, doing is just separating us physically that's about right. it <laughs> and you know i i could definitely the, i can definitely speak to that man because i mean four of my lbs is from just from florida and the other one from Atlanta. and you know i'm, I'm 1500 miles away from it, you know what I'm saying? So it's tough, you know, not being able to see the guys, you know, uh, at all times, pretty much. Because when, when I'm in Jacksonville, man, I'm, I'm not but a, a drive over the bridge away from it, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that aspect is different, man. But I mean, that that's what comes with it, man. I mean, if you're not if you're not talking to your LBs at least every other day, something up, something up. Uh, it's important to stay in contact with them. So as long as I'm doing my job, we, we still. We still doing work together. That's what it is. Got you. Um, what are some of you guys' plans after this pandemic passes? Yeah. Time to fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> get in trouble somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> believe it or believe it or not, like I'm actually kind of, I'm I don't want to like sound like like weird or like happy about this but like i'm actually kind of thankful that the coronavirus happened when it happened because like a lot of people take life for granted and they don't do things uh like they have to have like some type of motivation to do some things like during this whole process of the coronavirus like i've taken it upon myself to start up a podcast like i've done some research about how to start a podcast what i need for a podcast I've spent money on like like making my own studio in my room for my podcast and it's like without that I probably just would have still been going to school and going to classes which is not a bad thing but like I don't feel like I would have started a podcast had the coronavirus not have happened. So like yeah, you would have just been making fun of your room. Basically. <laughs> um but no like seriously, um on a real tip, like I'm, I don't, I don't wish anybody harm or like I wish the people who are infected, like get healthy and whatnot. 
Like, I'm ready to go outside. Like, I mean, but at the same time, I don't mind being inside because I'm like one of those extroverts with like introvert tendencies. So I don't mind being inside the house. It's just like, I want to like experience life outside and like have connections face to face with other people that I no longer get to do because of the situation. Right, like I mean, a lot of my daily interaction came from school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, whether, bro, I mean, to be honest with you, man, whether it's just being, you know, at school and walking by somebody and just giving them a head nod, stop by and talk to them for five minutes. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel, it, I, and the big, I mean, the biggest impact for me, obviously, is the sports world still, man. Yes. But, you know, it's still the basic, basic human interaction. There right. ain't no more of that right now. Right. That's you know what I'm saying. It's, I, I, I've been in my house playing a game for many <laughs> like, hours. So Andre, like you having a, a radio show on um on iHeartRadio, like like is sports like the biggest thing that you like miss because of this whole pandemic? Let, let me let me. I want everybody to just that's listening, especially you guys, to just take a moment real quick, just just look into yourselves. Imagine. If you guys can imagine being a sports broadcaster without a goddamn sport to goddamn talk about into a microphone, and that's your job. Yeah, it's not fun. I ain't even gonna fight. Um, yeah, like I've watched <laughs> Scott Van Pelt like for the last week and a half, two weeks, and it's like I've already heard this story before. It's it's difficult. It's I don't know, man. It's First and foremost, whenever you're doing national like podcasts and and whenever you're doing radio shows, TV and stuff with sports, your job is already hard enough to be creative and mm-hmm. unique. But it's it's it almost not it's not impossible, but it's damn near to be that creative and unique without anything going on. Yeah, so yeah, pray pray for your new sports broadcaster. You know, we out here getting hot. Um, before we get off, do you guys have any shout outs or social media plugs you guys want to put out there for the world to hear? Yeah, shout out to, uh, again, I know Andre mentioned it. Happy birthday, JU, all the JU listeners. Yeah, hashtag JU Toast, y'all. It's, uh, it's a big thing. The school is very young. Yeah, because Charter Day was supposed to be this week, correct? Yes, it, no, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. Followed by and, uh, Porter Fest. Oh, yeah. All that. Mm, That's not, not on. COVID has destroyed these traditions, but that does not mean that traditions are not living on. Right. I want to shout out to all JU students. Um, and, and, yeah, shout out to Camp Outside. Shout out to uh, I'm fire. No, no, everybody. The real knows what's real. Um, what's up? You want to put out your social media for people to be able to follow you? Yeah, uh, follow me at uh, on Twitter d underscore xo zero three one four Instagram sorry d one word underscore nine zero four. Um, if you can't find me there, you can go go to the new. I'm there somewhere. If you don't see me there, well, go. On somebody's social media, you might find me. And don't forget to check out his OnlyFans page. <laughs> yeah, 98 cents. 98 cents. Yeah, 
Ethan, do you have any uh, social media or any shout-outs you want to do? Hey, man, follow me on the gram. Uh, E.Skiz, real simple. Ain't none of them numbers like the one you got. Hey, 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 we real simple over here. For <laughs> those who don't know, how do you spell Skiz? S-K-I-Z, baby. Okay. E.Skiz, that's all it is. It's real simple out here. But, yeah, man, you know, I appreciate y'all. Everybody out there listening, you know, shout-out to y'all. Y'all the reason that we hopefully going to have careers in this one day. Hopefully. So, right, hopefully. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying, man? As long as y'all keep doing y'all, I'm gonna keep doing me. Okay. Drake. Since Ethan old disrespect, so Neo ass didn't do it. Um, oh. shout out to, shout out to the, uh, to the fan, uh, the Florida Federation of Oscar oh, Challenge. Man, I'm in New York right now. <laughs> <laughs> always, always <laughs> down. I love the fan. Uh, long live the fan. We exist forever. Um, and then of course, shout out to. Uh, the Supreme, you know, the Smooth and Supreme Brothers of Capital Upsilon, uh, holding it down at Air Force College, Jacksonville University. Uh, shout out to anybody that does this from Sigma Oop, uh, over there at University of North Florida. And then, of course, our brothers across the country, all the world, you know, 06 to the good bros. But, um, yeah, check me out. iHeart.com, 972thegame.com. Look up Andre L. Sullivan. Uh, Finn Fever, Telltale Gate here, any of my older shows. Uh, also, if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dre on the mic, D R E O N D A M I C. No Mickey Mouse. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, hit me up. I'm, I'm here. We, and we doing the thing. You know, shout out to Will for having us on tonight. Straight up. Right. Hey, I appreciate y'all. Um, so, like, I want to have each of you back on my show. Um, However, we're going to do something different. Um, I know I sent um, Ethan something. I'm going to end up sending that same thing to you too, Dre. Uh, because we, because you have a show about sports, I want to be able to talk about sports. Um, because there's some stuff that I haven't talked about yet since before the pandemic happened that I want to talk about. And I feel like this is a great time to do it. Um, Dorian, I want to have you back on the show for like a military version of my podcast. Um, because we both were in the army and we both basically had the same job and did the same thing and ended up being roommates together. I want to yeah. talk about that. So like, I would love to have each and one of you back on my show again. Um, as y'all know, I'm your host, uh, Stephen Williams, AKA Petty Will, Wavy Will, all the above. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Wavy Will 2386. You can find me on Facebook if you put in facebook.com backslash wavywheel2386. Or you can follow me on Snapchat at poeticflavor23. And yeah, um, I appreciate you guys stopping by, taking out your time from your days and being able to come on my podcast. Um, for those who don't know, like I usually like to leave off on a good note. Uh, but with these niggas I got on my show today, I don't care. Fuck it. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all, man. Love, live, be healthy, and y'all social distance because y'all y'all be too close sometimes. But, hey, um, use a fucking condom. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Hey, condom. hey, condom. <laughs> condom. <laughs> what are those? Hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 
Bruh, bruh, I ain't even gonna lie. Shout out to the people on the internet who had COVID babies who named them Co- Covon or like whatever oh, they wow. named them. Like, oh, shout out man. to them. Cause... Yeah, yeah, hey, y'all, I, had, I want y'all to know right now I'm having a kid. And so, uh, yeah, it's not gonna name be uh, Conorvius. Uh, so, <laughs> what is going on right now? Oh, man. I'm Hey, hey, again, again, like I said earlier, I appreciate y'all for coming on. Uh, We definitely need to link up after this is all said and done with, and I don't care what we do. We just need to do something to get out the house. Um, But yeah, make sure you guys uh, listen, like, and leave a comment, and uh, yeah, until next time, I'm out.